You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Aaron Santos from the Isabella Santos Foundation. Now, we absolutely love our guest uh, here on the Brand Builders Podcast because of the subject she's here to talk about, even though it is a heartbreaker. No cause tugs at our hearts more than fighting for kids' cancer, and Aaron Santos has taken this fight to a whole nother level. The Isabella Santos Foundation is known around Charlotte for its unique fundraiser, besides our unique fundraiser excuse me, besides your 5k coming up September 15th, you also have a cancer messed with t-shirt campaign. You do a lot of different work through golf outings, coffees, dinners, and even your gala that's coming up. So we're so excited to hear about a huge commitment that you've made to the Charlotte area and are so excited to have you on our Brand Butters podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the intro, Brian, and welcome, Aaron. We are thrilled to have you here today. And uh, I think the I think the 5K is actually September 29th. It is, is that, September is that right? 29th at the Valentine Corporate Park. Okay, cool. Because uh, uh, Brian, I think you said uh, the 15th, but just to clarify, it's the 29th. Um, so, Aaron, at what point did you decide you you needed to start Isabella Santos Foundation? So it all started because my daughter, Isabella, was diagnosed with a rare form of pediatric cancer called neuroblastoma at two and a half. And when she was first diagnosed, uh, the the treatment options weren't great. It was a 40% survivor rate. Levine's wasn't at the place it is today. So we had to travel to Sloan Kettering to get treatment. Um, And we kind of put the foundation together. The first year, someone put together a run for us. We had 170 people out. We raised $7,000. So, you know, this year, our race is going to have about 3,500 people out there, and we're on track to raise $1.5 million this year. So um, so when we first started out, it was more of kind of just to – see what we could do. Because when we were talking to the doctors, they said it isn't a science issue, it's a funding issue. And when you have a rare cancer, there are very, uh, very little money goes towards funding those types of cancers. So we felt like we kind of had to do what we could to help. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so tell us a little bit about like when you guys started, did you ever envision it to be at this point? And I think it's kind of taken its own path. So tell us a a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, when when we first started, I mean, I used to work at LendingTree. I was a project manager. I was in technology. um, And then all of a sudden I was a cancer mom. So um, it we, we never thought it would end up like this. I think part of it was that I started blogging about our journey. So near the end, we had over 750,000 people kind of following the, the story of it. So I think the writing really caught on and people were super invested in it. And then, you know, unfortunately, you know, Isabella passed away in 2012 and we had to figure out whether or not we wanted to keep this thing going. I actually wanted to get back to my old life and went back to work in technology for a year and then realized that I hated it. Um, and this is what I was supposed to do. And then we just kind of decided, let's throw everything we have into it. And it just kind of took off. Now, you mentioned your blog, and um, you know when we mention Isabella Santos, a lot of people will bring that up. They did follow that. And I have to just give you kind of a pat on the back for being so real on that blog. Um, I know that was not easy, and I think people can listen and they can read what you say, and it's real. I mean, it can bring people to tears. So thank you for opening that up, and hopefully that helps other people kind of whatever they're struggling with. You can see, like, if you face it head on and you're real about it, then you can overcome anything. So congratulations on really just being a leader in that aspect. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We definitely started it out just to update people on what was going on with Isabella. And then it kind of became my own personal diary. I kind of forgot people were reading it. I'd write in it late at night and then I'd hang out with my friends the next day and they're like, why didn't you tell me that was going on? I forget that people were reading it. So, um, but now I have it and it's this bound book 
Um, and it's such a treasured thing that I have now. So tell us a little bit about how it's changed. You guys have a, a great group um, behind you and, and you can, when you go to an event, it's awesome and you can see your team and it's so exciting to see them all over the city and they're so passionate about what they do. So tell us a little bit about your team and kind of how it's changed from you being the leader to now you got a kind of an army behind you. Right. So Stuart and I first started it out and a lot of it was just kind of uh, friends and family. We had a, a board of friends and family, people lived across the street, people that knew Isabella, um, and then just so many volunteers. And then once Isabella passed away, we decided to bring on an employee. So my first employee was Maitland Danner, who I'm sure you guys know. Um, and she's absolutely amazing. She's jack of all trades for me. Um, and then, you know, every year we kind of brought on more and more people. So um, the team I have is just an incredible team of like six women that pretty much work out of my dining room table. Um, and then once we hit a million dollars raised, we got a new board in. So now we have Susie Ford from Noda Brewing Company, Blair Premis from Ortho Carolina, um, Tim Miner from Creative Mornings. Um, we've got someone from New Dominion Bank. I mean, we've just we're just kind of filling um, Pure Intentions Coffee. Matt Yarmy just signed up to be on our board. So we're trying to find a board of kind of people that are a little bit different in Charlotte, kind of movers and shakers. So between that and, you know, our wide range of volunteers, we're just the team around us is unbelievable. So you guys, I mean, some of those names are fantastic. So that's awesome that they're on that board. Now, you guys donated a million dollars this year to the Levine Cancer Institute. You created a new MIBG suite, and we definitely want to hear about that. But I also want to hear about your commitment. And I don't know if anybody has, has, has heard about this commitment yet, but she has committed $5 million in the next five years uh, to yes. Levine's, which is amazing. Yes. And we need everybody's help. So if you're hearing this, we need donations to make that <laughs> yes. happen. Just tell us, I mean, did you ever think at some point you would raise a million dollars to be able to build an own MIBG suite? And now no. to raise five million, it's like, well, what, what else can we do? Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. The The MIBG suite is is one of only 20 in Charlotte, or I mean, in the U.S. We had to actually go to Philadelphia to get this treatment. So bringing something new to Charlotte. So seeing it's actually in um, the works right now, I think it's going to open in November, December. So the first child will be there um, in January to receive this treatment. So to go up and kind of look at the construction and see her name on the outside of the door is awesome. But then to think this five-year, $5 million to build a rare pediatric cancer center, we're talking about a wing of a hospital. So it's crazy to think that before we were just kind of like, you know, one of five families that helped a trial, you know, and then now we've got rooms, we've got wings, we've got buildings. It's just absolutely insane. You should be so proud of that. It, it is. It's crazy because, I mean, what a legacy that she we've given for her. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Very cool. I, I'm curious as to how you go about the fundraising. Um, I know the 5Ks, oh. the gala, like you're you're a busy lady. We see you all over oh town. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're, we follow your story, and it is amazing the drive that you have to, to make this happen. And Brian spoke on the team, you spoke on the team, mm -hmm. and you do have a wonderful team. We're, they're always a joy to see at different events. And um, I'm just curious, like, how do you go about... I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate as I feel like every time I'm in Target, people see me and they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> Here she goes. Right yes. I hate it. And I know, like, people hate getting emails from me. But the thing is, is that it's, I mean, I feel... It's tough. People have a hard time saying no to me. You know, people, my team will talk, try to talk to a certain person, certain person, they won't respond. And they're like, can you please reach out to, you know, X, Y, Z. And then I email them and they respond right back. And I'm like, <laughs> so, um, but I, I do, I, I wish I liked fundraising more, um, but it's tough because businesses, you, 
I it's so hard to have them see how important this is. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people have, you know, different things that they support. And, you know, it drives me nuts when people support things like the American Cancer Society, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, that does absolutely nothing for pediatric cancer. So it's so hard for me um, to really portray how important this is, um, especially for businesses in Charlotte. Like, I can't think of anything better to put your business name on, business name on than helping rare children's cancer. I mean, it's nuts. You see these kids and they're like losing their eyes, losing their legs. I'm like, what are you giving your money to that is more important than this? It drives me nuts how diff this should be the easiest sell ever. So I'm always blown away when people are like, oh, we don't have it in the budget this year. Oh, we support St. Jude's. Oh, we support American Cancer Society. And I'm like, oh my God. It's just, it's so hard for, to get people to really understand it. And, and that brings up an awesome point. You guys are an open book. Absolutely. On social media, if you guys want to see literally day to day, almost maybe week to week of the build of the MI uh, BG suite, go on their Instagram and check it out. Like you literally will see from the beginning to the end. Right. The neat thing also is all of this money is going locally. Absolutely. So that's a big deal. If you're giving money and you don't know where it's going, give Erin a call and she will tell you exactly where it's going. She will walk you over to the hospital right. and give you a tour of where that's going. So I think that's a really strong message as well. And, and Charlotte's a tight community. If we can get more corporations around here to understand that and then really try to push that locally, we're only going to support Levine's more. Mm -hmm. We're only going to make it easier for our children. Me being a new dad, I can't imagine having a child with cancer. It, it, I'm the, it's, I can't even, I can't even talk about it. Yeah. So to be able to have that locally. And if my kid did have an issue, people like yourself that creating that type of a room is phenomenal. Right. So. Well, we always tell people we're the people that you don't know that you needed until you need us. And then you're like, thank God. Um, cause you know, I always kind of say I'm kind of this mayor of this ghost town because these rare cancers, they come in and they take kids in like six months flat. And then the parents want nothing to do with cancer anymore. They move, they get divorced, they have a baby, they just don't want anything involved with it anymore. So we don't have anybody that wants to come up and stand on the podium and ask for money. Um, but I think our donors like that they're like, man, I gave you a $5,000 check and then I'm seeing the room being developed. It's not this black hole of money where people give us money and they have no idea where it goes. Like, oh, you gave us that and then now they're sledgehammering the room that you just paid for. So um, I think we kind of pride ourselves on that, that we're no joke. Like the money stays here and it's getting used. So the money's not necessarily going towards research rather it's going towards the MIBG suite could you could you tell us or sure. clarify a little bit more about yeah so um MIBG therapy is actually I know it sounds terrible but it's actually it's putting liquid radiation into kids um but it's painless and it's effective and it kind of attaches to it goes you put it in the body it attaches to the neuroblastoma cells and then kind of radiates all the cells um, so it's super effective. When Isabella had it, she was riddled with cancer everywhere. They told us to call hospice, and after three treatments, she was completely cancer-free. So um, that's kind of what the MIBG mm. suite is. It's already a tested kind of um, cure for neuroblastoma. So, But with the five-year, five million, we're bringing in a chair of the department, researchers. Levine's is going to start doing their own neuroblastoma research here. So we're kind of doing a lot of different things in different buckets. So bringing better treatments here, but also researching new treatments here. Tell us a little bit about the relationship you have with the doctor um, or, or one of the doctors. I'm sure you have a relationship with many right. of them, but I've been to a couple of events and, and you have a really special partner there who is very passionate about this. And you're now enabling him to have the tools to really make even more of an impact. Tell us about that, that tight bond that you have and how that's grown. Sure. So Javier Osterheld, who is the head of the pediatric oncology at Levine's, um, he was one of Isabella's doctors. Um, 
you know, we didn't have a great relationship going through it, but you, you kind of, that's a hard role for them to play. So um, we kind of stayed away from each other a little bit. I think we were very alike and very blunt and straightforward. So we kind of rubbed each other wrong during treatment. But after everything was over, um, he kind of came back around and I think we both kind of grew up a little bit and, um, and I see what he's doing there and he's taking this program to a whole new level. So I think he and I have kind of formed a bond over, um, the mission. And actually now I consider him one of my great friends. Um, you know, so we've kind of figured out how to work that out. <laughs> it's all, and you can tell. I mean, go to, go to being an friends event. with your oncologist yeah. is tough, <laughs> especially when you. It, I mean, you he's the one delivering yeah. all the bad. Uh, I mean, God right. bless him. Yeah, you know? I don't know how they do that job. Yeah, uh, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, th- this is the neat thing we're talking about that right now. How do they do that job? Hopefully, in the future, they don't have to do that job, right? Exactly. Hopefully, they don't have to yeah. have that conversation. Yeah. And and more and more kids are surviving this, and hopefully, they don't get it. You right. know, that's kind of the key. Um, tell us a little bit. So you guys have a 5k coming up. You mentioned that you started with, with 170 people, now 3,500 people. Um, the Dunstan group, we, we've been sponsors of that event and have been there and have seen it. And you guys do a phenomenal job, not only from the sponsorship standpoint, if you're sponsoring, literally they make every single 5k participant walk through a tunnel sort of, of all of the tents. So every person from the 3,500 will walk by your booth. They're not going to put you Mm -hmm. in a corner out in Ballantyne park and say, Make sure you go see our sponsors. You will get an opportunity to interact with all of them, which I think is very, very unique. And when I was there, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, what can we expect this year? Sure. And how can people get excited or, or uh, sign up for it? So it's a 5K, 10K, and one-mile fun run. Um, and you actually go to 5 kidscancercom to register. Or you can go to our website, IsabellaSanchezFoundation.org. Um but I think the thing that people like about our race is that it's not, I always say this, it's not a medal and banana race. You don't do the race, grab your medal, a banana, and then you're in the car. We have, I mean, by noon, I'm like, you guys have to go. Like, this is nuts. <laughs> we have, out. like, this gigantic silent auction um, and raffle. We're, um, we're selling raffle tickets, $100 each, to possibly win a new car. Oh, wow. Um, we've got a kid zone. We've got food. The, the sponsor alley, it's just, it's absolutely insane. And I think the thing that we, the sponsors like, is that they're not just on the back of the shirt. Like, we push our sponsors um, as much as we can to our participants and our participants like to support companies that give back. So we definitely try to make it to where it's not just, you're just coming out and setting up a tent. Like we are pushing our people to you, hoping that, you know, this is a beneficial partnership for both of us. So, um, but yeah, the race is just absolutely nuts. So it's, it's great. Is that your largest fundraiser of the year? Um, you know, it kind of, well, we have the gala coming up, which I think is going to be probably produce the largest amount, but I mean, our race pr- produces around $300,000 a year for us, which oh is God. unbelievable for a race. Absolutely. So, um, it does well. It does well. So when is the gala? So the gala is, um, Friday, October 26th at the Valentine resort. We're having a black and white pumpkin gala and it's kind of, um, it's our first gala. Everybody's told us so many times that we should do one because our girls put on events that are just absolutely unbelievable. So, um, and we always are known for this gigantic auction that we have. And people, a lot of people come out to the race just for the auction. So we're going to have some of it at the race, but then our larger items we're going to have um, at the gala, like, you know, um, dinner with Coach Rivera and his wife at Del Frisco's and, you know, just like some items that are just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. At this point in the year and with your $5 million commitment, what do you need most from people outside of money? Like how, right. well, I know you need the funds, yeah. right? But how can you enable people to help you with that? 
You know, yeah. the thing that I've learned is so important is that sometimes somebody just opening the door for us somewhere um, has been so important. We've had some people that are just like, oh, have you met so-and-so? No, I haven't. They do an introductory email. I have coffee with them. And then that person is is a part of us for forever. So I just always think everybody knows somebody sure. that this would be a good fit for. So if you personally can't give, but you know your uncle that has this, you know, concrete business and, and I don't know, I don't know what it is, but there's always some connection that somebody can make for us, some door that can be opened. Got it. That's yeah. a real good answer. Yeah. And I also think there's, everybody's asking everybody for money, right? Everybody right. wants, wants you to raise money, but I think you guys have a unique opportunity to find Maybe, maybe they don't know who they're giving money to. Maybe they've never really thought about it. Maybe they've thought, hey, I'm going to give money just because I want to give money, but they've never really been passionate about it or they never really looked where their money's going, right? Yeah. Like that's where business owners, if you're in Charlotte listening to this, think about it. Don't just throw money at a, at a door and say, oh, we give money to cancer. Oh, we give money to that charity. Like think about it and let's actually like focus on Charlotte and get in touch with you. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Now tell us a little bit about what's next. You obviously made a $5 million commitment. That's massive. Yes. Where, where are we going with this thing? I mean, is, is the next one going to be a $10 million commitment? I mean, where do you literally see this right. going? Or is it something that you don't really know because you didn't know it would get to this point? Yeah, it's kind of hard to say where we'll be in five years. I mean, I definitely think that our commitment to Levine's, it's kind of the chicken or the egg. Like once we start bringing the MIBG suite, then then the the new head of the department and then the, the whole wing of the hospital. And so I think that once we kind of start pushing that cart, that's just going to take off. So we'll always be supporting Levine's in that way. Um, but we've kind of branched out a little bit. You know, there's a lot of hospitals out there like Levine's that are kind of mid-tier hospitals as far as size. You know, they're not the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia or Texas Children's and stuff like that. And I think, you know, we've kind of hooked on to some other hospitals like Nationwide Children's in Columbus that isn't as known as Memorial Sloan Kettering and kind of helping them kind of um, reach more potential as well. So I definitely think that we'll kind of go down that path. The other thing we want to start doing is we have this, um, I keep trying to figure out how to work smarter, not harder. So, you know, we have this phrase that we used to use all the time. Then we used to say cancer mess with the wrong kid or cancer mess with the wrong family. So um, a couple of us have decided to launch a product line called Cancer Messed With that is an apparel line that kind of gives support to people that are going through cancer. You can get the shirts customized to say cancer mess with the wrong girl, the wrong boy, the wrong mom, dad, family, team, anything, city. Um, and we just think it's a great way. I know that when Isabella was first diagnosed, it's kind of like drinking from a water hose. Um, but when someone would give us a shirt that was just kind of like, hey, you, you got this, it just kind of really meant a lot. Um, she loved those types of things. So we're actually, we've launched the apparel line last year. It's doing really well. Um, Levine's has been a big supporter of it. And a lot of companies in the area, like we had our Jersey Mike's Day and mm -hmm. all of Jersey Mike's all wore a cancer mess with the wrong team with the Jersey Mike's logo on the sleeve. And the, and the team loved it because it made them feel invested. Um, and I just think it gives such a good message of kind of like, you know, a lot of it is about the medicine, but also a lot of it is how you how you go about your journey. So, um, so I think cancer messed with is going to be a big thing for us because we launched it and it's you know, now it's we've got cancer messed with the wrong nurse. We've been going to different conferences and you know the oncology nurses love it because it's such a great thing to have like when you're helping the families and um, you know we're getting all these sales in like Iowa, Washington. It's all these people that can kind of support what we're doing and don't have to hear me speak at a podium. So. 
Exactly. And I, I'm actually friends with that was one a long the, answer. Yeah, no, no, that's perfect. <laughs> I, I'm friends with one of the nurses that, that worked with Isabella Lene. Um, and, and so it's really neat. Every time we do stuff with the 24 foundation, we do stuff with you. She's always one of the first ones to thank me. And it's so cool to, to see that. Now I do want to hear this. This is interesting. And, and so you're not only a mom to, you know, Isabella, um, you also have, you know, other children and they're getting more, um, I, I want to say they're getting more into the group, uh, maybe yeah. coming out and, and kind of making this something that they're passionate about as well. Tell us a little bit about how proud you are that they can get in front of a group and they can be passionate about their sister. And it's something that it's not like you have to make them do it. It really feels like it's from the heart. And, and, and maybe that's the next future, right? Getting children to be able to help as well. And if you can get 13, 14, 15 year old children to realize that this is important when they're 25, 30, and then they are actually making money, that could be a big push. So tell me how, how proud yeah. are you of, of them and, and what I, they've done? I love watching it. I mean, I think that they're so proud of what we've done. Um, they're kind of little celebrities, um, in our area. Um, and I know it sounds absolutely horrible to say that her death made anybody better. Um, but I really do think my kids are great kids because of what we've been through. Um, it kind of shows them that everybody's been through something, you know, just because you lost your sister doesn't mean that you're special in any way and kind of introducing them, you know, now they're friends with other kids who have cancer and it's just, it's opened them up and made them so much more aware of what's going on. Um, my son especially is like, I mean, if he can stay drug free, this kid's gonna be president. He's absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. He's amazing. He's this a rock kid. star. He's a good dancer too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, he is. He is a good dancer. He'll be he dancing is. with the stars oh, pretty man. soon. That's right. Um, but he has no issue of getting up. You know, he spoke at the coffee two years ago in front of 350 women and Greg Olson, and I mean, he just he just went up and absolutely killed it. I just think that he's so proud um, to be her brother. Um, so they're they're great that they kind of let us. You know. People are like, oh, take your kids out of the spotlight. I'm like, no, they want to go. They want to be up there. Every year at the race, Grant's like, I want to say something. You know, in front of 3,000 people, he wants to hold the microphone. He's 11 years old. So um, I think they're going to be great spokespeople for this later, not because I'm pushing them to, but they, but because they believe in what we're doing. That's fantastic. And I... You know, I'm so proud of you for what you've done and, and, and any way that we can obviously continue to support you guys, we will. Um, if you're listening to this, definitely get in touch with Aaron. And, and that's a question for you. What's the easiest way to get in touch with you guys? Yeah. Um, obviously, you have Instagram, Facebook, but tell us a little bit more about how we can uh, reach out. Yeah, um, they can definitely go to the website, IsabellaSantosFoundation.org, but anyone can reach out to me specifically. Mine's just Aaron, E-R-I-N, at IsabellaSantosFoundation.org. Um, but anyone can reach out to me or um, my team. Everybody's kind of on the website that you can reach out to, but kind of follow our Instagram and um, Facebook to kind of see what's going on because the race is coming up, you know, around 30 days from now. So they got to kind of get out and register. And that's 5Kforkidscancer.com to register. Um, but yeah, just kind of follow what we're doing. I think we're doing some pretty cool stuff. Well, Aaron, we're, we're thrilled that you spent some time with us this morning and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. I know sometimes you're probably in the trenches and you're like, oh man, I, I just don't know. But I know. your energy is inspiring. Your story is super inspiring and the cancer community needs what you're doing. And we're all very thankful of that. Oh, thank you. Um, absolutely. So um, yeah, thanks we're, so we're looking forward to the 5K, and uh, we would encourage anyone that's listening to come out and join and check that out as well. And um, yeah, so well, thank you again. Thank you so much for joining us, Aaron, thanks and we appreciate it. And thanks for telling us a little bit more. You bet. Stop right there. Awesome. Make that the intro, please. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. God, well, this is like we're gonna have to recut what I said about it. Well, yeah, you beat him about the head and shoulders. I believe you because he was drunk on the way in. He totally messed that up. So uh, it's the twenty. Rocky, it's the twenty.
29. Yeah, I, I, I the thing there. It, oh, that says 29, not 15. You said 15. <laughs> <laughs> this is like I can't read day. That's what it is. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. The first one, I'm like, uh, go, 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 go. We've we're only done like 95 years. podcasts. It's exactly. like you know. we are well on our way. All right, so. unbelievable. So if you want to say thank you, thank you for having me one more time, that'd be great. Right now? No, no, you're, you're, oh. he's literally going to recap. Yeah, yeah, I'm just oh, going to okay. do the whole thing. Gonna whole thing say, gotcha. Hey, great to be here. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast, powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Aaron Santos from the Isabel Santos Foundation. Now, we love our next guest here on the Brand Builders Podcast because of the subject she's here to talk about, even though it is a heartbreaker. Uh, no cause tugs at our hearts here like fighting kids' cancer, and Aaron Santos has taken the fight to a whole new level. The Isabella Santos Foundation is known around Charlotte for its unique fundraisers. Besides your 5K race coming up on September 29th, you have a campaign called Cancer Messed with the Wrong Anyone. It could be a nurse. It could be a kid, my dad, my mom, you name it. We're going to have this out, and it's going to be a fantastic campaign. Also, things that you guys do from golf outings, coffees, dinners. You even have your, uh, your gala that's coming up which will be fantastic over at the Ballantine uh, Country Club. But we're so excited to learn more about your Santos Foundation. We're so excited to learn more about the commitment of $5 million to Levine. And thank you so much, Aaron, for joining us on the Brand Builders Podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.